listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Paul Vogue with Cuba, America's top dog. I am your host, Bob Shaughnessy, along with Cuba, who is sound asleep right now. And he loves today's guest as he saw her last night. Today's special guest is Stephanie Matera, and she's a spokesperson for the Mayor's Alliance of New York City's Animals. Last week, we had a number of fundraisers for the Mayor's Alliance, including the sale of Valentine's Hearts on Paw Vogue, the Pup Scout's Welcome to the Big Apple Party, and of course, the granddaddy of them all, the New York Pet Fashion Show. Today is, we tape in advance, and today is actually February 7th on Friday. Last night, we did get to see Stephanie at the Pup Scout event, and we'll see her again tonight at the New York Pet Fashion Show. So that's why I'm a little confused here with my dates, because you're going to hear this next week. Stephanie will tell us all about the Mayor's Alliance, and we have a big crossroad coming up in 2015. We will also learn a few fascinating things about Stephanie. Like, did you know that she was recently crowned Miss Connecticut United States? We will be right back after a few words from our sponsors, and Stephanie and Kiko will be joining us. It's time for a walk down Fifth Avenue, of course. We'll be right back after we do a little shopping. Swipe It's a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E ETS, a simple solution for shedding. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. Welcome back to our show, Paul Vogue with Cuba America's Top Dog. And with us now, Stephanie Matera and her dog Kiko. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. It was so cute. Kiko was sleeping in my bedroom and he came out into the living room and plopped down on the bed next to my desk. So he came right on cue. <laughs> he was adorable last night. Oh, thank you so much. He's kind of my pride and joy. <laughs> yeah, he really was. As I said, since this show is pre-recorded, we had the pleasure of seeing Stephanie and Kiko last night at the Pup Scout event. And what did you think of the, the event? I thought it was great. The really amazing part about last night was just seeing our community of dog lovers in New York City, and we really are a close-knit community, and it's always fun to see those familiar faces and to raise funds for animal welfare because we all have pets and we recognize that they're our family members. So it was so nice of Leslie to really use Puccini's sixth birthday as a vehicle for raising awareness. And I really appreciated that you invited me and also that you guys selected the Mayor's Alliance as your beneficiary charity. That was amazing. Yes, right now they're counting up the money to write a check for you tonight. (laughs) You guys are so good to us. Thank you so much. And it was nice to see. We had so many people from Pup Scouts that came from California, from Texas, um, Florida. I mean, we had a good turnout last night. 
It was huge. I couldn't believe how many people flew in for last night's festivities, and a lot of them will actually be at the fashion show. Oh, yes. That's the main reason they're all here. But tonight will be another event that will top any other previous nine years, I'm sure. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) I have a question about how it usually works with the Mayor's Alliance when they're the benefactor. Last night, the Pub Scouts and the birthday party... You know, all the money that came in, we are giving it that to the Mayor's Alliance. But how does it usually work with when you are the benefactor? Is it a certain percentage that the events give you or is it different every time? It's different every time. And I have to say giving 100% of the funds raised is by far the most generous offer that a person can make or a group can make. And that's what you all did last night with the Pup Scouts. But, you know, normally it just varies on the relationship and what someone wants to do and no amount is too small or too great. You know, we're always happy for everyone's support. Oh, so, okay, there is no minimum then. That's good. And Stephanie, how did, I think it was four years ago, you became the spokesperson. How did that happen? That went by so fast. That was the fastest four years of my life. I met Barbara Tolan, who's the volunteer coordinator for the Mayor's Alliance, as you said, four years ago, and I was volunteering for Pet Fashion Week. I had looked up the Mayor's Alliance because I was very inspired by their no-kill mission because that's a mission that's very important to me. I want to live in a no-kill nation, so to be in one of America's largest and greatest cities and to promote a no-kill city was huge. She met me, and it was maybe a month later, I received an email saying, we want you to meet with our marketing director. We really think you'd be great for a spokesperson role for our organization. And I was completely floored because I'm just a girl next door who loves animals and has a passion for communications. And to be able to be the face and the voice of such a great organization started by Jane Hoffman was beyond my wildest dreams. Well, you are perfect for it. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Why don't you tell us a little bit about the Mayor's Alliance, because I'm not sure everyone understands exactly what it does and what it is. Great. So Jane Hoffman, the president and founder, started the Mayor's Alliance in 2003. So we just celebrated our 10th year. And her premise was to take all of the local rescue groups in the greater New York City area and put them under an umbrella organization. So basically the strength in numbers and partnerships. So we partner with Animal Care and Control, which has full service animal care centers in all of the boroughs of Manhattan. And we work with our rescue groups and shelters that are no kill. So we take the animals from Animal Care and Control and put them into the rescue groups and then adopt them out to new pet parents or they go into foster homes. That way we can make more room for animals in the city shelters. Okay, now how many shelters are in the area that you work with? 150 plus. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) I know, it is amazing. (laughs) Now these shelters, most of them are no-kill, correct? Yes. And what happens then? They give the animals that they can't handle to you, or how does that work? Well, actually, we're an umbrella organization. We do have Mayor's Alliance pets, which are... um, through the Picasso Veterinary Fund. So we board them in veterinary offices, but most of our work is really coordinating all of the logistics and helping bring the animals out of animal care and control into the no-kill rescue groups and shelters. And we do that through our Wheels of Hope program, which is literally a transport system where we bring dogs and cats and rabbits and other animals and give them a second chance. And now what about the ACC? I've always gotten that mixed up with the Mayor's Alliance. Yes, we are um, very 
uh, different. We're separate organizations. Um, the Mayor's Alliance is not a city agency. We are a not-for-profit organization, and we completely rely on donations, fundraisers. We've also received grants from, you know, private individuals, corporations. Um, Animal Care and Control is also a not-for-profit, but it does operate as a city shelter. So it is where all of the intake happens. So when people surrender their animals that they can no longer care for, or if an animal is found on the street as a stray, they would be brought to Animal Care and Control of New York City, not the Mayor's Alliance. So they are the five shelters in the five boroughs? Yes, they are animal care centers. Okay, I think I understand it. Thanks. <laughs> now, no problem. Tell us about how successful we have been and where we expect to be soon. Great. So I'm really proud to say that we have reduced the euthanasia rate through our partnerships. And so when the alliance was started in 2003, it was three out of four animals in the city shelters were being euthanized simply for lack of space. And our goal was to end the euthanasia of any healthy and treatable animals by 2015. So here we are, beginning of 2014, and now it's one out of four animals in the shelter is euthanized, which we don't want any animals to be euthanized, but when you think of three out of four and then 10 years later, one out of four, that's a huge, huge difference. And we are positioned to reach that goal of making New York City a no-kill city by 2015. Wow, and I'm great. also, yes, thank you so much. And really, there's so many people behind behind the mission. Are there any major cities that are no-kill? You know, that's a good question. I don't know offhand. I could look into it um, and get back to you on it. But I do know that we are leading the country in terms of euthanasia rate. We now have the lowest euthanasia rate per capita. So that's one in 1,000. Yeah, that's excellent. I've not. I mean, I'm. I read up on this pretty much, and I don't know of any cities that are no kill. I don't either, but I don't want to say that I'm definitely sure about that. But I'm pretty sure we haven't reached that goal yet. Now, hopefully, when we do reach that goal, many other places around the country will follow suit. The thing in New York is, like, I've never seen a stray dog in Manhattan. I mean, I haven't. I know it happens because we do see animals come into the shelters off the streets. But that was something I encountered more when I lived in the suburbs. And, you know, I would find a dog and either bring it back to its, you know, rightful owner. Um, But I haven't really seen that in Manhattan too much personally. Right. And some of these shelters that I've worked with, like, say, Animal Haven, I mean, they seem to bring dogs in from the south a lot of times, like from puppy mills. Um, Yes, I know some of our partners have brought animals up from the south. Um, Another one that's known for that is the North Shore Animal Week. Yes. They're really good at doing that. Um, And actually, my dog is from the South. He goes from Texas. You know, I rescued him, and I found him online, and and I flew him up north. (laughs) He is beautiful. We'll see a picture of him soon. So are you the only spokesperson? Well, actually, Jane Hoffman, our president and founder, she's also the primary spokesperson. But, you know, her background is law. She was an attorney for a very long time, so she's really good at working with City Hall and helping to change policy in the city, and she definitely is the face of our organization, too, but she really empowers me to be out there and do a lot of appearances on her behalf. And do you have any idea how many volunteers there are at the Mayor's Alliance? 
Oh, that's such a good question. You know, I don't know the total number. We do see new faces trickle in every now and then, and some just come for one event. But we have a core group, I'd say, of about 25 that are regulars on the scene. And I'm sure you've seen some of them. Lydia Aro, David Glick, those are two of our big ones, our two big supporters. I've had a number of people ask me, why is it called the Mayor's Alliance? Because they right away they think it's a political position. <laughs> I don't think you have an answer for that, but <laughs> I do, and I get that question a lot. People will say, "What is it like to work for Mayor Bloomberg?" And I'm always very clear because at the time, you know, Bloomberg was the mayor. He is no longer the mayor anymore. But um, I would say I don't work for him. The reason why we're called the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's Animals is we were endorsed by him when he started. He took office and we started, he endorsed us. And so it gave us that credibility and that backing, but we were not affiliated with the mayor. I knew that, <laughs> but it's amazing. <laughs> Someone said to me last night, they said, well, now that there's a new mayor, there's still going to be the mayor's alliance. Yes, we will be here for many years to come. Actually, when we do achieve the goal, will you then branch out to help other cities achieve it? Or what's the plan? You know, that's a great question. I mean, Jane is really our visionary for the organization and what her plans are. But, I mean, we are partnered with Maddie's Fund. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Maddie's Fund. No, I'm not. They're one of our major financial backers, and they actually are a nonprofit organization um, as well and also a fund that helps organizations around the country that are striving to make their cities no-kill. So they're trying to actually make the U.S. a no-kill nation. So I definitely think we will be a part of that. Okay. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come back and talk about some of the events that you've attended. But can you imagine when we hit the goal, you'll be on every TV show in the country? (laughs) Be prepared. Okay. As I said, we're going to take a quick commercial. We'll be right back. It's time for a walk down Fifth Avenue, of course. We'll be right back after we do a little shopping. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Gansert, President and CEO of American Humane Association, the country's first national humane organization, here to tell you about our new show, Be Humane, on Pet Life Radio. Each week, we'll be bringing you the latest news and issues affecting our animal friends, and we'll also be bringing you interviews with Hollywood's biggest animal advocates, here to share tales about their pets and what they're doing to promote a more humane world. Our own highly experienced staff and friends of the organization will also join us each week to share what they're up to in the animal world. I hope you'll stop by. Until then, let's always remember to be humane. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. Welcome back to the second half of our show. We are talking today with Stephanie Matera. For our listeners, if you're at a computer, you can go to pawtalkshow.com, episode 29, and you'll see some great photos and some links about this show. And the first photo is one of my favorite photos of Stephanie and Kiko. I mean, it's you're sitting outside and it is just, I don't know where the photo was taken, but it's really an awesome photo. Um, Is that a professional photo? It is. A producer for ABC News kind of has a photography hobby and he took a picture of us in Central Park. And it, it's one of my favorite photos, too. It's, you know, our autonomous photo, if you will, <laughs> for the fall. <laughs> no, but it really is. And if you move down that page, you'll see we have, if you want to learn more about the Mayor's Alliance, you can click through on their logo. We actually have Whiskers in Wonderland from 211, where you'll see Stephanie talking about that event, because she attends so many events. And then we even have her on CBS Eye of New York, where you can watch her. Then we have some photos of her at some different, I guess these are portable, were the portable um, adoptions you do? Yes, we do a mobile adoption event, which are really successful for us. Okay, I know that you have them in Union Square. I see them there a lot. Yes, Adopt-a-Palooza. That's our big one every uh, summer. Okay, and continuing down that page, we'll come back to these topics later. You'll see Miss United States, and then you'll see something about The Apprentice, which is the one that had me hysterical. But <laughs> let's go back to um, the, um, some of the events that you've attended. Um, I mean, you must be asked to attend many. Yes, I, I have attended a lot of charity events since I've been in New York City for several causes. Um, but the primary one for me and my, my first love is animal welfare. So I do attend a lot of events on behalf of the Mayor's Alliance. And it's a lot of fun. Like I said, we have that great community that you're a part of, Bob, and, and Cuba's a part of. And it just really is nice to get together and really celebrate our love for animals and make a difference. I mean, it is. It's so rewarding to be part of it. Now, tonight you will be on stage and you'll be the person accepting the checks tonight? I will be on stage tonight. I'm walking with a rescue dog, which I'm very excited about, um, that will be available for adoption. And I will be on stage accepting the check that you all so graciously raised the funds for us last night. And also, the Mayor's Alliance will be named the Rescue Organization of the Year, so I'll be accepting the award on behalf of the Mayor's Alliance. Oh, great. I know they're raising money tonight for you, and they'll raise quite a bit at the New York Pet Fashion Show. Yes, we're also the beneficiary of that event, if you can believe it. It's been a good year for us. Everyone's anxious for that 2015 no-kill. 
they're trying to push us right over to that goal. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Now, you have a number of different passions. Yes. Um, fashion, communication, charities, and you were recently crowned Miss Connecticut United States. Yes. Congratulations. Thank um, you. And it turned out last night we had a number of beauty pageant people there. <laughs> that was we interesting. Did. We didn't realize it. What does this mean for you, being Miss Connecticut United States? What did, I mean, it gives you further exposure, correct? It does. And, you know, for me, I'm trying to look at it from a national standpoint as well. Going in to nationals in July in Washington, D.C., it's really a chance to share my passions and my platform with girls from all over the country. And if I was to win the title, I'd be able to take my mission nationally, which my platform is based on animals. It's not just making New York City or the nation a no-kill nation, but my platform is going to be about living a more compassionate lifestyle. I'm a vegetarian, and I don't use products that are tested on animals, um, beauty products or household products. I don't wear fur. There's a lot of things that I do to lead a compassionate lifestyle. So I want to teach people about that and then the work that I'm doing with the Mayor's Lions. You know, it would be great, Stephanie, if you wrote a book about that because a lot of people do not know how to do it. Thank so you. Just, just in the future. <laughs> I do want to write a book. It is on my bucket list. <laughs> Have you been in other pageants? I have. I was Miss New York International 2009, um, which was quite a while ago now, but it was a great experience. I went to Chicago, and I competed against girls from all over the world for the title of Miss International. And so it was a really great learning experience, and I made some lifelong friendships out of it. So it was a great time. And communications is one of your passions, and you um, have worked at a number of consultant positions as global communications, right? I do. Um, I did my grad degree at NYU in PR and corporate communications. And so, you know, to be able to do it for a philanthropic cause is is so awesome because I do think that when you invest in education, it's not just an investment in yourself, but you're also investing in your community. So to be able to apply that has been very rewarding for me. And then to pay the bills during the day, um, <laughs> I work on different projects. And so right now I work for a global company based in Stanford, Connecticut, and I do research for the CEO speeches, and I help hold together presentations, and I planned an annual global communications meeting where people flew in from all over the world for it. So um, I kind of have my hands on a lot of different projects, and it kind of just keeps things interesting and, and fun. Oh, that's great. And what about you were, I don't know if you still are, but you were the fashion, or as I said, fashion is another passion, and you were the brand ambassador for Glamour Magazine. Yes. I. The first time I applied for that was in 2009, and every year that I've reapplied, I've been re- selected since then. So I test new products and I write reviews on that appear in magazine advertorials. I did a video for them with Macy's. Um, so I did a Style & Co. denim video, which was really fun. And you can find that online if you dig a little bit. Um, <laughs> I know, you found out a lot about me. I was so surprised. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just been a fun experience. And when I came out to New York almost 10 years ago, I came out here to work in corporate fashion. So I started my career with Macy's in product development. And then I worked for Ralph Lauren in corporate sales. And now I'm a brand ambassador for Glamour. 
So it lets me keep my hands in fashion, which I love, but it's not, you know, my day-to-day job anymore. I kind of focus more on the communications end. And are there other charities that you're involved in too, or is the Mayor's Alliance the main one? The Mayor's Alliance has become the main one. When I started out here in New York, I was involved with several organizations, Glamour Gals Foundation, the McDellar Cooper Foundation, uh, American Heart Association, just to name a few. You have been busy. She's only 88 years old. I mean, imagine when she's 90. (laughs) (laughs) I look good for 88, right? (laughs) Oh, you always look good. Now I know why. Glamour in you. And one of the fun facts, which I I couldn't stop laughing, is that (laughs) Stephanie is a character in Donald Trump's game board. And so tell us about that. Sure. Um, This was years ago before I moved out here. I was in grad school in Rhode Island um, doing my MBA, and there was an audition for this board game. You had to go for a test photo shoot, so I put on my pearls and a preppy little twin set sweater set and went and auditioned, and I got a call back, and they're like, we're going to book you. You're going to be one of the characters in the game. So it's really funny because there's a little card, and they call me Susie on it. And it says, you know, these different categories, like how high I am on intelligence, how high am I on creativity, and and so forth. And every character has different ratings. So when a challenge comes up, you have to swipe your card. So sometimes Susie gets fired, sometimes she gets promoted. Depends how many times you play the game. But it's funny to have that. I mean, when I have grandkids someday, I think it'll be silly to sit down and play a board game and grandma's a character in the game. (laughs) It's based on The Apprentice, right? It is. That's the premise of it. It was a board game. I think it was through Hasbro Toys. Yes. And Donald Trump, um, you know, he's trademarked it for The Apprentice. Oh, did you get to meet Donald? No, I did not. I was not <laughs> part of it. <laughs> okay. What else do you have planned for this year? Anything coming up? Yes. I'm hoping to go to D.C. this summer um, for the Humane Societies of the United States. They do um, every year. They lobby on Capitol Hill to put through new animal welfare legislation. And I did it a couple of years ago, and I'm, I'm hoping to go back again this summer and do it. And then the pageant for Ms. United States actually falls just after that in D.C. So I'm, I'm planning to be out there for a while. And just, you know, continuing to promote our goals because, you know, 2015 is quickly approaching for the Mayor's Alliance. And, you know, I have some more things on my bucket list. The book is definitely one of them. I've thought about writing a book about Kiko. So that may happen with a portion of the proceeds going back to the charity. So talking about rescue and adoption, so we'll see. Uh, I vote yes for the, the book on Kiko. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and Stephanie, we, we from New York and... Many people from around the country, thank you for the job that you do with the Mayor's Alliance. I mean, you are the face of the Mayor's Alliance, and, you know, it helps raise money. Thank you so much. Uh, So thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And we'd also like to thank our producers and our listeners. You will hear more about Stephanie as we reach our goal in 2015. But if you go online and go to the Mayor's Alliance, you'll be able to find a lot of information. And we would like to also welcome you to join us for our next show, which will be George Bedensky, who's the famous groomer. And he'll talk about his new book. Thank you and hope you enjoyed the show. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.